Megan's Saving Throw is a series of all-day TTRPG gaming events to support a fellow member of the gaming community. Megan Lamont has been battling Stage 4 Hodgkin's Lymphoma since February 2021. Victory is in sight, but with the high medical costs, these events will help raise funds for their fight through one of their favorite mediums. There are three upcoming events currently scheduled. Saturday, April 22nd, at Diversions Puzzles and Games in South Portland, Maine. Saturday, May 13th, at Diversions Puzzles and Games in Portsmouth, New Hampshire. And Saturday, May 27th, at Gamers Heaven in Phoenixville, Pennsylvania, with more to come. Each Megan Saving Throw will have multiple curated games run by volunteer game masters. You can reserve a seat to a game you love, or take the opportunity to learn something new. There will also be silent auctions at each location, including prizes from Magpie Games, Talon and Claw, The Humble Dragon, and more. For more information, and to find links to register your space as they become available, visit megansavingthrow.card.co. That's M-E-G-A-N-S savingthrow.card.co. the Inspired Incompetence Podcast. Your regular Game Master is currently unavailable. I am Tarbafon and I will be filling in in his absence. I promise to be a fair and neutral arbiter of the rules while performing my duties. How is everyone doing today? Down with Tarbafon. This is ridiculous. I hate this guy. Yeah, I'm a little freaked out now. Oh, come now. Let's see a little more enthusiasm than that. <laughs> I'm ready were, to kill you. You were just informed by the exalted and imposing Tarbefon that your lives are meaningless, that the grand destiny you all envisioned linked with your mysterious obols has been a complete fabrication that must be a load off of your minds. Mm. It would have had to be a load on our mind to begin with. Oh, oh, that's the spirit. Why doesn't everyone start by rolling initiative? Oh, Alex, are you going to do this the entire game? I already told you, your regular GM <laughs> is not available. Where's my power dice? <laughs> oh yeah, that's the big stuff. Now before we start, I have it in my notes here that... Joseph, who's not used to playing his newest character, forgot to do a little bit of healing before this combat. I don't know, that doesn't sound like me. But yeah, that's true. Well, I'm nothing if not sporting, so why don't you go and roll yourself a couple heals? Alright, I'm gonna lay on hands. How do I do that? Whatever you do, don't forget to have the healing. You're in Gallowspire, after all. Yeah, thanks, I remember. What is lay on hands? It's 4d6. That's right. But you knew that. All right. I'm going to cast that again. So the first one was 17 divided by 2, and then 13 divided by 2. Of course, two odd numbers and two fine rolls, I guess. It's 8 and 6. Yeah, all right. That's good enough. Very well. Let us begin. Teobliss. Uh, My initiative? Yes, that's what I asked for. Well, no, you just said my name, but... (laughs) I'm sorry, do we need to worry about a memory problem of yours? Oh, probably. But, uh, 18. Randolph? Three. And it's Thelias, bitch. (laughs) It's so hard to keep track. You're never gonna remember. (laughs) You don't have a chance in hell. (laughs) A genus? That's an eight. And Uhtred. 14, and it's the liest bitch. <laughs> Dude, this guy sounds like a very punchable nerd. Like, <laughs> Yeah, so let's punch him in his face a few dozen times. 
Okay, so up first is his Arcane Magnificence, Tarbafon. So he is currently flying in the air, and he's going to approach you all. And as he does, Uhtred and Arginus, you wisely render yourselves invisible before this combat started, but... That means very little to Tarbafon, who looks directly at Uhtred. He holds out his hand, and he says, There's not enough room in this chamber for your ego, Uhtred. And you hear the echo of your final heartbeat as you make a fortitude save. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm going to use a hero point to add a plus eight to this. If for nothing else that you said, I hear my final heartbeat. <laughs> 36. Well, I suppose there's no accounting for cheating. Also, when he when he says there's not enough room in here for Uhtred's ego, like, Uhtred genuinely has, like, a confused look on his face and does that, like, look to the side, look to the side, like, me? You're talking to me? Because my ego's, like, half the size of the elf behind me, so... <laughs> <laughs> Most leaders do not think their egos as quite as big as they actually are. And with your ranks in spellcraft, you and Teoglith would both identify this as a finger of death spell. Oh, feels like a good hero point. Which would have instantly delivered 10 points of damage per caster level. Unfortunately, you've made your fortitude save instead take a smaller amount. Does my ring apply to this? What ring is this? I don't... See, it's, it's the, the ring of evasion. Razzny's. Well, it's not a ring of invasion, though. It's the one from the panoply. And I know it works like... like it, it has the same mechanics of it, but I don't know if like it says it acts as a ring of invasion or... If it's like worded where it's a ring of evasion you know, that take... also lets you cast find traps once per day. Okay. So an evasion only works with reflex saves. So Uchid takes twenty-seven points of damage, but Tarbafon is not over with his turn yet and is going to cast a quicken spell. You would also automatically identify this as a scorching ray. Yep. Uh, does that finger of death, was that negative energy? Does my obol take any of that? It was not negative energy. Oh. What, what kind of spell was it? It said, what kind of damage was it? It's just flat damage. Oh, but I do suppose I owed you a caster level check versus your spell resistance against this necromancy spell if you insist on finding I do. more and more... Freebies granted to you. Well, I would have preferred that natural 20 be used on my Scorching Ray attack roll, but... Well, who, who are you attacking with the Scorching Ray? We could maybe, like, negotiate here. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> As I said, your ego is making me sick. That's a 21 versus your touch AC. Uh, that would be Wait, a flat-footed touch AC, because you have not yet acted in combat. Um, well, wait, I thought it was against spell resistance. I got a natural 20 on my caster level check for your spell resistance. I'm now returning to the Scorching Ray spell that I already cast. Oh, I'm catching two spells here in a row? Not too quick on the uptake, Uhtred, but yes. Well, no, you just you said you're casting a Scorching Ray. You didn't say against two. Against Uhtred. Um, somebody find me one more AC. I'm, I'm afraid you'll need far more than one more because you are flat-footed and I'm also targeting your touch AC. Yeah, so my flat-footed <laughs> AC, right? Your flat-footed touch AC. It's basically like 10 plus, like... Very few bonuses. Size. Yeah, so it's 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 ten plus well, your flat ring. Flat-footed is a twenty-one, so I'm guessing it's probably less than that. It's like a twelve for you. Let me just check. I don't have a feat that negates penalties for being flat-footed. 
Pretty sure I do. Against invisible opponents, yes, but you are flat-footed because it's the first round of combat. And that ability you have lets you act in a surprise round, but you're still considered yeah, flat-footed until you act, even with the rules of that. I know it's a new concept to you, Uhtred, but you're about to take a little bit of damage. Uh, more than a little bit. And that reminds me, I have a little something special prepared. L.R. Power Dice. Oh. <laughs> what? No. No, 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 no. You can't get to just do that. You need to I check yourself, I invite you sir. to try to stop me, Nicholas. I will get in the car right now and drive over there, so if you want to play that game, I'll show you how much power you really don't have. <laughs> we have two more Scorching Rays incoming. What was the damage on the first one? Oh, I'm going to be rolling them all at once. Isn't that more exciting? Well, do they calculate it as like a cluster shot, or...? It's all energy damage. It's fire damage. Do you have any fire resistance, Uhtred? Uh, I don't think I get any resistance, even though... Well, I don't even have flaming still on my sword, so I don't think so. So that's an 18 versus your flat-footed touch, AC. I don't know what it actually is, because <laughs> it's not on the character sheet, but... It's like 12. It's, it's 10 plus a deflection bonus, which is your ring. And for the third ray, we have 25. Uhtred takes... 36 fire damage for a total of 49 after the finger of death, which was tragically resisted. Up next is Kishikish. I suppose Kishikish will take a five-foot step to the west and cast one of his silly little searing light spells. Unfortunately, Kishikish rolled a natural one, but a 31 as the confirmation roll does not confirm against Tabafon's touch AC. So up next is Elksy. As Tabafon is currently flying about 15 feet in the air, Elksy has little options. He's going to resort to holding for now. That brings us to Teoblith, who actually went before Elksy. Not that that changes anything. Is there any sort of, like, knowledge we could do on this asshole now that we see him? Uh, yes, I suppose if you would like, you can all give me a knowledge religion check to identify the properties of a lich. What was it? Yeah, uh, 31, baby. 29. religion. 33, I win. I must stress that these are questions you can ask about any lich, not specifically about the terrible and glorious Tarbafon. So Thelias and Uhtred can each ask three questions, and Teoblith can ask two. Uh, offensive spell. That's going to kill me. I, I'm not going to tell you any spells that the that Tarbafon knows, but I can give you an offensive ability that a lich receives. There you go. A lich has a touch attack that it can use once per round as a natural weapon. A lich fighting without weapons... Ah, oh, that part's not important. Uh, the touch attack delivers a paralyzing touch. Any living creature a lich hits with its touch attack must succeed at a fortitude save or be permanently paralyzed. Remove paralysis or any spell that can remove a curse can free the victim. If that cannot be dispelled, anyone paralyzed by a lich seems dead, but a DC 20 perception or heal a 15 heal check reveals that the victim is still alive. Okay. What types of damage resistance do they get for being a lich? Liches receive DR 15 that can be bypassed what? by weapons that are both bludgeoning and magic. And way back, like I think in book one or two, maybe, Utre got a free question against Tarbot Font specifically, and he asked DR for him. Could you remind us what that is? That was the same information you received. Tarbafon does have the same DR as any ordinary lich. All right. How about some uh, energy defenses for a lich? Now you got to be more specific than that, Matt. If you would like to phrase the question like that, 
I will tell you the energies that it is both immune and resistant to, but I will not specify which. If instead you ask about immunities specifically or resistances specifically, then I will be more specific. Um, uh, yeah, just give me all of them. You know that a lich's elemental defenses cover both cold and electricity damage. Okay. Well, those are my two. How do we kill this thing? Is Does he have any uh, way to... Like, we don't have to kill him and then go find a jar or whatever where he keeps his ashes. Oh, indeed you do. You know about the lich's phylactery. Each lich creates their own phylactery. Upon being destroyed, the lich's soul is returned to the phylactery, where it slowly regenerates over time. The only way to truly destroy a lich is to first destroy the lich's physical form, and then to destroy the phylactery. Destroying a phylactery before destroying the physical lich will not automatically destroy the lich. But if the lich is destroyed before it can rebuild its phylactery, then it accomplishes the same goal. Mm. Mm-hmm. Follow-up question. Where's this guy's phylactery, did he say? <laughs> Hi. Is it glowing in the corner? Or? The awe-inspiring Torvafon would never divulge such information. Is he not confident in his own ability to kill us before we even <laughs> find it? He's not stupid enough to give you the chance. And a slight addendum to the Lich's touch attack. I forgot to mention the negative energy damage. Deals 1d8 plus 1 point per 2 hit dice possessed by the Lich. Wait, so it does do negative energy damage? The touch attack does. The finger of death does not. Oh, I I thought the finger of death was the touch attack. Nope, that's a spell. That's a spell. I think I'm just, since we kind of done... We've kind of done uh, our standards. I think I'm just going to throw all three of mine to dealer's choice. Very well. You know about the Lich's fear aura. It's a 60-foot radius that I am just now remembering about and will require everyone to make a will save. Creatures with five hit dice or more are shaken after failing the save. Creatures with less than five hit dice are frightened. The Lich receives a plus five natural armor bonus to their AC, and they gain dark vision of 60 feet. So where are we with those wheel saves? Randolph, uh, you didn't do any save buffing for us? Or does Elias do anything cool now that he's... Uh, no. Uh, I got a 15. Got, yeah, I got an 18. <laughs> I got a 22 for Teoblith. I'm still waiting for our genuses will save. Um, I'm gonna use a hero point and re-roll that. Don't mess it up. <laughs> That's a 13. Well, it would appear that everyone except Elksy and Tiablet have failed their will saves and will be shaken for this combat. All right. Will there be any more stalling before we can get back to Tiablet's turn? Tiablet's gonna kind of five foot float to be floating like directly above Elksy and he's going to cast communal resist energy on the group resisting fire everyone now has 30 points of fire energy resistance sweet how very resourceful now we are at Uhtred's turn Uhtred's going to cast mirror images on himself which is what 1d4 plus what? Sounds right. It's a D4 plus 4, I believe. I think that's what it maxes out as. No. I'm going to need that extra mirror for sure. Uh, 1D4 plus 1 image per 3 caster levels. Maximum of 8 images total. So, yeah. So it's it is, it's 1D4 plus 4 at this level. And like that, that does keep going up. So like at 15th level you would add 5, but you can still have no more than 8 total. Mm-hmm. It just gets easier and easier to max out. Yeah. So that's going to be six mirrors. I'm going to spend an Arcana point to put Keen on Valo and Flaming. And I really don't like this getting bunched up. Also, I need another round to put more defenses up because Uhtred's like <sighs> under half health right now. 
Luckily, Mirror Image is a pretty good defense to start with. Yes, Uhtred doesn't have enough protections to cower behind yet. I mean... That's what you're supposed Why to you do. Why gotta be like skip behind him? <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> it's not really an insult. Um, I guess Uhtred's gonna move up 10 feet, 15 feet. Because I don't like that we're all bunched up, ready to take an AoE. Well, that will bring us to our genus. Um, so our genus is... Yeah, uh, we're all together. Um, haste. Oh, fuck yeah. That's big. We're gonna need that. And our genus is going to move back a little bit in the same vein of not wanting to be uh, hit by an AoE. When Uhtred's looking at Tarbofan, does he register as undead? He most certainly does. Alright, that will bring us to Thelias. Okay, I am going to take a five-foot step away from the middle of the mob we've got going here, just to make some room. And I am also going to cast mirror images and uh it's not because i want to hide behind them it's it's just because i miss having uh 18 copies of me <laughs> not enough randolphs in this room <laughs> yeah severely underpopulated uh and that'll be six mirror images very well and now we've returned to the top of initiative Tarbafon's going to cast another spell. Uhtred and Teoblith automatically identify it as Waves of Exhaustion. Pardon me, Waves of Fatigue. There is no saving throw to this spell, though it is necromancy, so it will need a cast a level check versus spell resistance. Those obols are quite tiresome. Waves of Fatigue is a 30-foot cone. Oh, causes all targets to become fatigued. Now, what kind of 30-foot cone are we talking? One that encompasses uh, Uhtred up top and no. just Uhtred? Or... That's not a 30-foot cone. <laughs> the, the kind that encompasses Thelias, Elksy, Kishikish, uh, and Tiablet. Okay, that's the kind I was hoping you wouldn't say. Are you sure my five-foot uh, five step didn't... Uh... No, I guess it didn't. No, I'm squarely didn't. in the way. <laughs> first cast level check will be versus Thelias's spell resistance. So the target DC is 24, if my math is correct. And what do I gotta roll? Nothing. He rolls against, oh. like, that's like your AC. Gotcha. That is a 32 versus Thelias. He's cheating. He's cheating. He's using paradise. That sounds like it misses. And a 26 versus Teoblith. So, in summation, that leaves uh, Thelias, Kishikish, Elksi, and Teoblith all fatigued. Fatigue lowers your strength and deck scores by oh. two, and you're unable to charge. Woof. And as a swift action, Tabafan's going to throw some magic missiles at Utrid. Bring it. You fucking little pussy. Take 17 points of damage. I, and, you know, I guess Tarbarfon's just not good at math, because in another miscalculation, Uchi takes none of that damage thanks to that brooch that we got way back when. <laughs> so it would seem... I can't, I fail to see how that has anything to do with my mathematics. Well, we were a calculation that he missed. He missed that one. Just saying, he's not good with math. Yes, and you have no ego either. <laughs> Up next is Kishikish. Oh, I think I hit a button there. Kishikish will try to hit Tabafon with another Searing Light spell. It's a 21 versus Touch AC, which will hit. And Tabafon takes 31 points of damage. There was ever okay. a time that Kishikish gets somebody in his staff. Yeah. Oh. Is it a new day? Can he do that? Yeah, he can. Indeed he can. Unfortunately, Tarbafon is out of his reach currently, after Kishikish's Teoblith. Alright. Teoblith is going to fly. He's basically going to fly around Tarbafon, giving him a pretty wide berth to avoid that little touch attack garbage. And just fly to separate himself from the group, get around the other side, and he will take his standard action to spend a mental focus to give his weapon 
his legacy weapon, Bane Undead. Very well. Up next is Elksy, utilizing her full potential as always, and holds another turn. And then it's Uhtred's turn. Uhtred's gonna cast Displacement on himself. He's gonna take a five-foot step more towards the throne. Regina, you're getting pretty far away there, buddy. Yeah, well, I didn't get hit by the fatigue, so... Uh, also, restoration for anyone that has it cures the fatigue condition. Okay. Figured that information might be useful also, for somebody. <laughs> it's also a three-round cast. Oh. oh, is it? I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, yep. Yeah, I think... Uh, I think that's going to be Uchard's turn. He's still 15 feet up in the air, right? Yes, he is. Up next is our genus. Our genus is going to... Uh, he's going to do Disintegrate. Oh, Always a solid option. Tom, if there was ever a time for you to bust out like two 20s in a row. <laughs> I'm to throw my hands up in the air like a spirit bomb and send it your way. Uh, I have uh, my Lady Toast dice and uh, my Lord Rector dice. 20. 20 will hit Touch AC. Now I would like a cast a lever check versus spell resistance. Ew. Here's the natural 20. I haven't put my arms down, Tom. (laughs) No, 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 no. Apologies. No cast a level check needed. Oh. I just need <laughs> to make a fortitude save. How does a 30 sound from the LR power dice? <laughs> Sounds awful. Yeah, that makes it. Very well. Roll your reduced damage. 5d6. That's a 14. Very well. It's kind of insulting for levels. Yes, I had to deal with something similar on the first round, but... I made that save without making a, spending a hero point. Uh, yeah. So I am going to take a five foot step away from uh, the gang that keeps gets targeting here, and I'm gonna do a head count. One, two, three, four, five. Six. Hmm. Oh yeah. And I'm gonna summon a spiritual ally behind uh, Tarbefon, <laughs> and then I will swing with my ally. He can do that, you know. Yes, I know how spiritual ally works. Well, that makes one of us. <laughs> oh, no, natural one. Good thing he's a spiritual ally, and that doesn't count, right? Because he can't need... crit. It is a spell attack roll, so please oh, confirm. What? Hold on, hold on. I'll look for bonuses. Well, you don't have enough bonuses to save a natural one. <laughs> don't I have lucky? What happened to the... <laughs> that guy's Goliath lucky? Or Randolph was lucky or something? <laughs> I don't know. I he was so lucky that he's dead uh yeah i mean when you put it that way you might have a hero point uh, i mean it is on your spiritual ally so i'm not sure it's worth wasting a hero point yeah on that. um just don't confirm it what are the chances okay. roll another one yeah what are the chances They're pretty fucking low that's what they are okay 24 that doesn't confirm a 24 does confirm Ugh. what does it mean that's a magical fumble Come on! This magical fumble is called The Magic is Gone. Um, you take a minus one penalty on attack rolls until you score a critical hit. Oh, easy. Yes, Wait, what was do it? that? Crit next turn. Yeah. Uh, you can attack again with the spiritual ally right now at a minus five. Oh, of course I can, because haste. No, because yeah, you have a base attack <laughs> bonus of plus nine, which gives you two attacks. Just in the spiritual oh. ally gets the same. Yeah, I know that. I'm just testing you, Matt. Uh, 19. Uh, no. But I, I am think... hasted. Yes, you are so I, hasted. I do something else, but I already took a five-foot step, so. so... Your turn is over. And that brings us back to the one true master of undeath, Tarbefon. Tarbafon will fly 30 feet to the east. And he's going to cast another spell. Teoblith and 
Uhtred recognize this as a black tentacle spell. Well, that's just lovely. I'm assuming reflex save. Nope. No. He's rolling to grapple whoever's in the area. Abba Fawn will center this spell so that Uhtred, Thelias, Kishikish, and Elksi are all trapped in the forest of tentacles. Forest of tentacles? Indeed, and they will all attempt to grapple you. We'll start with Uhtred. Does my... If I use Arcana Point, does that increase CMD? Probably not, right? Because I think it's a shield bonus. That is correct. A shield bonus does not affect your CMD. I suppose even the LR Power Dice cannot roll great every time. That's a 22 versus Uhtred CMD. Nope. I hope they start just dropping ones and twos on you because they they know they're trying to be corrupted right now. You gotta fight back. Up next is against Thelias. That's a twenty-nine versus Thelias' CMD. Ah yeah. That gets me. But but wait, there's like twenty of me, so which Thelias? Am I right? No, the black tentacles will grapple you regardless. Well they're gonna grapple all six of me? Or seven of me? Yes. What a sight. <laughs> and then we will do Kishikish. Another 22 does not grapple. And finally, Elksy is 31. Elksy does not get grappled. That brings us back to Kishikish. Kishikish will spend a standard action to try to break the grapple he's in. Wait, who all got grappled? Is it just me? No. Kishikish oh. is trying to break out. Nope, 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 nope. Uh, I yeah, rode, didn't he get a 22? I rode poorly for Kishikish too. Uh, so Kishikish is not currently grappled. But moving through the black tentacles. Difficult terrain. Indeed. But he's hasted, so that's like almost just washed each other out, right? Yeah. I don't know what Kishikish moves in speed. If it's 30, it's basically a wash. It's a wash regardless, because it doubles your move speed. Well, well up only to, up to 30. Up to plus 30, yes. And Kishikish does have a 30-foot move speed, so he's going to have to take a double movement to get clear of the tentacles. And on his way through the tentacles, he's shouting some nonsense about destroying undead in that endearing way he does. And that brings us back to Tiablith. Okay. Teolith's going to five-foot float to the northwest, getting just a little bit further away from those tentacles. And he is going to full attack, hasted shot, deadly aim, unload on the Tarbaphon wannabe here. Still don't think it's him. But he is going to spend a use of his sudden insight to give himself a plus six on the first attack. All right. So that is a 35 to hit with the first. It will hit. Okay, so that's the many shot. The uh, rapid shot is a 39 to hit. That will also hit. The hasted shot is a 33 to hit. That will hit. And the last one's a 23. That will not hit. <laughs> so we got one, two, three, four attacks that hit. Oh, this is going to hurt. So the many shot deals 45, 50, 58 damage from the many shot. The, Let me a 43 after DR. Yes, but then the next two ignore your DR. So uh, yeah, the next one deals 29 and the last one deals 24. So after DR, that was what, 96 damage? 96 damage, that is correct. If you could do that one more time, we're probably pretty good. A fairly adequate turn. Up next is Elksy. Elksy uses her superior movement speed to get out of the black tentacles, but has little to do after that. Couldn't she make a jump and try to smack him in the foot with an antler? <laughs> oh, sure. Why not? Let's see. Elksy got a 32 acrobatics which is an eight-foot-high jump. So, She's like seven feet tall. 
Not even, like, joking. Like, elks are pretty big. Pretty tall. Very well. I will give Elksy an attack roll, but it will be a cold shot to Tarbafon's legs. And we'll take a minus five penalty. How about just the minus five penalty and the damage? A 32 minus five is not enough. Elksy will instead end her movement directly to the east of Tarbafon, and she feels as always inadequate. Up next is Uhtred. Uhtred's gonna cast Fly on himself, and as he surveys this battlefield, it's looking more and more ever like our wind condition is allowing Tiablith to just snipe away, so Uhtred's gonna fly right up and park himself nose to nose with Imposter Tarbafan and try and uh, try and shield up for Tiablith. How noble. That brings us to our genus. Alright. Um, our genus is... If I just take a normal move action, I can uh, still go 60 feet, right? Because of haste? You get 60 feet, but in that purple area is every square in there's difficult, so right. that's half speed. Right. Um, and if if you end your turn in the area of black tentacles, you will be grappled on Tarbafon's turn. You can't double move your way through it either. Um, but you I'm, could fly over. Yeah, that's kind of what I was about to go over. Um, yeah, so Arginus is going to activate his boots. And for his move, he's going to uh, fly 60 feet. Well, the boots give you a fly speed of 60 feet, oh. so with haste, that's 90 feet. Oh. Uh, so we'll, I'll probably end up somewhere closer with the group here. Yeah, you think you can get right next to Tiablet? I will say, too, fireball is an option here, since we all have fire resistance. <laughs> um, uh, only 30, although... His fireballs are I usually, could. like, in the 30s, so, like... I'd be fine taking it. Yeah, but this will be the time when he drops fucking max damage. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Fair. I I think it's... I I think it would be... If there was ever a time to do it, now's the time because of our fire resistance. Well, he's 15 feet up in the air, which I assume that there still is... The ceilings are only 20 feet. Okay. Yeah. So can I put it at the 20 foot? It's still going to hit the floor. It's still going to get me at least. If you put it max height, I think you could avoid Kisha Kish and Elksy. Yeah. But either way, this turn you did the standard action to, to do the boots yep. and then moving, so Yep. Uh hey, well that brings us back to Tarbafon. Oh, I don't think it was ever explicitly said, but our genus decided to move and is currently to the north of the room. Wait, what about Thalias? Yeah, what about Thalias? It was, I went, then our genus. Yeah. If you think that you can make a difference at this point, I suppose the Elias can go. <laughs> I don't know. How many, uh, how many fourth level spells do I get? Is it just how many I know? Are you asking about your spells per day or your spells known? The spells per day. It should be on your sheet. Well, I think you get two. I'm sure you know better than me, but it's, I believe it's two per day. Oh, that sucks. Okay. Um, can I cast freedom of movement on myself while I'm tangled up? You would have to make a concentration check for being grappled, but yes, <sighs> you can. Let's uh, let's try and shake out of this stupid bind. As a spell effect, your spiritual ally is not currently grappled. Oh, so you're saying I come over here and get myself out of it? No. Oh. But he is saying you could go up and smack this guy. Yeah, you can move your spiritual ally as a swift action. Yeah. Yep, he's that flying, was the play. so you could put him here and get the flanking bonus with Uhtred. Oh, you're saying leave me and just have him go over and start fighting? <laughs> well, if Randolph can't get out, or if Thelias can't get out... <laughs> okay. Alright. I'm with it. I mean, I guess he could Let's give have... you a plus two, right? With uh, an assist? No. It can only make attack rolls. Oh. Oh, that's big time. 27 plus 2, 29. 29 will not hit Tarbafon. Oh, what the fuck? 
That was a swift action for Thalia, so you are still free to make a standard action to attempt to escape. Yes, of course I am. I attempt to escape. How do I do that? Concentration? You can make a CMB roll or escape artist check. Well, my escape artist is negative eight, so let's go with uh, CMB. Hasha! 28! A 28 will escape. Sweet. You can now use your move action. Sweet. I come over here and uh, stand next to old Tarbafon, and I think I get an attack. He's 15 feet in the air. You just used your standard action to escape. But you already knew that. (laughs) I know, I know. Now we are back to Tarbafon's turn. He cannot allow Teoblith to have another round like that. So he's going to approach the elf, provoking an attack of opportunity from Uhtred, which he is not concerned for. It's going to be a 30 on a crit threat and a 39 to confirm it. Decapitate. Yes, that (laughs) will confirm. I'm going to decapitate with that. Very well. You can add 4d6 to the spell effect. Um... Also, since this is a crit, I'm going to use one Arcana point to do max damage. And then I'm going to use my once per day to recover an Arcana point on a crit. What's granting you max damage? I can spend an Arcana point on a crit to get max damage. Real quick. Or I can spend two of them to increase the multiplier by one. Oh, this is from your silly Kensai archetype. Yes. Okay. Oh, um, this is the perfect strike ability, Nick? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Um, it actually doesn't work that way. Um, when you hit with your chosen weapon, you can spend a key point to maximize the weapon damage. Um, this does not apply to additional damage from sneak attack, magical weapon properties, spell strike, or critical hits. How does that not apply in this situation? doesn't apply to critical hits what it doesn't say what it says an attack why wouldn't that apply to criticals it says this affects only the weapon's base damage dice not additional damage from things like sneak attack magical weapon properties spell strike or critical hits oh so so this is something that you would do on any ordinary attack okay like you can, will, when you, uh, like, you can still do it on this one but it's not going to maximize every yeah, yeah. dice I'll, you roll no, just the initial spend- damage Instead, I'll just spend two, recover one, and increase my multiplier by one. Okay. Just saying that will not stack with Arginus's Decapitate, which is already going to be... Well, it doesn't. I won't get that anyways, because it doesn't make the Fortitude, so I just get the 4d6 off of that. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. Fair enough. All right. So this slashing crit is called a surprise opening. So it's double damage, so triple with this um, and one free attack against the target with a minus five penalty okay so he's gonna take 34 slashing damage and then four fire damage and five fire damage and did you roll the and then oh time you can do the oh and then i have another attack i have to make the 40 oh i do the 46 yeah it was your spell Uh, yeah you can roll it that's 18 extra damage roll and then the extra attack from the crit was only a 20 to hit. That will not hit. Well, I must admit that was a little bit more intense than I was expecting. And the spiritual ally doesn't get attacks for opportunities, I'm assuming? No, it can only make attacks on Thalias's turn. But with that, Th- Tarbafon will continue his movement and end his turn directly to Teoblith South. He'll spend a swift action to cast a spell, which will be recognized as a quickened true strike spell before attempting a touch attack against Teoblith. That doesn't sound that good. I mean, for us. Probably not. I can only real, really deal damage on a, on a crit. That is a 37 to hit Teoblith's touch AC. Uh, that is going to do it. What did the touch ability do again? I know we got that as one of our questions. It's a paralysis effect. Uh, 
I don't remember if it did damage or not, but I know there's a paralysis effect. It does deal damage. Unfortunately, Tearbliss Obal absorbs all of the damage inflicted, but he must still give me a fortitude save versus the paralysis. I'm going to use my Danger Sight ability as an immediate action to give myself a plus six on this. And a fortitude save. That's a 32. Get fucked. Boom. You thought you couldn't touch Uhtred, but in reality, you couldn't touch Teoblith. No, he touched me. I just ignored it. Indeed, Teoblith resists the paralysis. And that brings us to Kishikish, who continues squawking some nonsense about undead. He will make a move action 20 feet to the north before making another searing light attack. That's classic Kishikish. 29 will hit Tarbafon's touch AC, and that will deal 33 points of damage. Sweet. And struck with this beam of sunlight, Tarbafon falls to the ground and collapses. And as he hits the ground, as if made of some slushy material, Tarbafon simply smooshes against the stone floor. And you've defeated the Whispering Tyrant. Congratulations! Yes, we're all very excited. <laughs> and we're all very Everyone. certain that's actually the, the Whispering Tyrant. Very. Indeed. Why don't you all give me Knowledge Arcana checks as you look at this pile of dirty snow on the floor? I'm also going to be detecting magic. That's a 36 Knowledge Arcana. 28 for Uhtred. And I'll follow those up with a 14. Classic. Uhtred and Teoblith, you both recognize this pile of dirty snow as the leftovers of a simulacrum. You know that a simulacrum is an imperfect copy of a spellcaster that can move about and exact the caster's will from a distance. A simulacrum, once created, lasts indefinitely. Teoblith, you would specifically know that a simulacrum can only be created to be half as powerful as the original caster. Is that what it says? <laughs> oh my god. Point 0.5 of original. To be more crunchy and wordy, if that is what you desire, it has only half the number of hit dice. Yeah, I thought when you said the uh, the finger of death, the reduced damage I took, I was like, wait a minute. That's pretty low total number of uh, levels. Indeed. So it would appear that this brush with death that you had was at the hands of a caster only half as powerful as the Whispering Tyrant. Well, with that fresh serving of humble pie, I will bid you all adieu. I'm sure your game master is somewhere around here. <laughs> that was tight. I actually like that a lot. N not so much the taunting and the beating us up, but the, the flavor. <laughs> yeah, it was cool. He wasn't that bad. Yeah, okay. Well, same to you. <laughs> Fuck. You fucking reek, man. Oh. Uh, hey, guys. Oh, hey. Oh, hey, Alex. Where, where the hell that have you guy's been? A, that guy's a douche. <laughs> yeah, we know. Yeah, yeah, we just killed him. Well, kind of. Yeah, well, he still looked pretty proud of himself. I imagine he All looks right, pretty well, proud of himself when he wakes up in the morning, too. Yeah, well, I mean, it's hard, hard to blame him. All right, so let's see. Um, They just killed the simulacrum of Tarbafon, so... I mean, yeah, certainly not... One of the Grave Knights, but you weren't far off in thinking it was some sort of deception. Um, Argina said he was detecting magic. That is correct. Uchud will help out. Okay. What, what about that uh, throne, right? That was the throne he was sitting in? Oh, yeah. Let's see. So, kind of half sticking out of the, like, kind of half buried in this pile of dirty snow... Uh, you see a magical amulet, a magical belt, magical bracers, a magical cloak, a magical headband, 
a spell book, and everything but the spell book has a magical aura, and the throne itself also has a magical aura. All right, Teoblith, get a touchin'. All right, let's see what we've got here. Yeah, hug on up on that throne. Mm. All right, so we'll get the items out of the way. Uh, the amulet is an amulet of natural armor plus three. Oh. oh. Is that a lot? That sounds like a lot. It's Quite a bit. Better than anything we've got right now. The belt is a belt of dexterity plus two. The bracers are bracers of armor plus four. Oh. Our genus. Yep. Oh, Utrid, too. Yeah, well, I don't wear armor. We have the mage armor, though, which is the function of the same thing. Anyway, continue. That's true. Yeah. That's true. The cloak is a cloak of resistance plus three. The headband is a headband of intelligence oh. and charisma plus two with uh, max ranks in bluff. Oh, man. I was God. so excited there for a second. I know. <laughs> and the throne also has a magical aura. Dibs. <laughs> sure, yeah, I guess it's an object. I'll give it to to you, Teoblith. Um, throne contains a mythic desecrate spell. Imbues an area with negative energy. The DC to resist negative channeled energy, uh, as a, as in like an evil cleric uh, within this area gains a plus three profane bonus. And every undead creature entering a desecrated area gains a plus one profane bonus on all attack rolls, damage rolls, and saving throws. An undead creature created within or summoned into such an area gains one hit point per hit die. If the desecrated area contains an altar, shrine, or other permanent fixture dedicated to your deity or aligned higher power, the throne counts as an altar to to Tarbaphon's own mythic might. For the for desecrates purposes, then all of the modifiers given above are doubled. So that's a plus six profane bonus to channel negative energy DCs and a plus two profane bonus to all those rolls and two hit points per hit die. Uh, furthermore, anyone who casts animate dead within this area may create as many as double the normal amount of undead. Uh, so four hit die per caster level instead of two hit die per caster level. Uh, if the area contains an altar shrine or the permanent fixture of a deity, pantheon, or higher power other than your patron, uh, the Desecrate spell instead curses the area, cutting off its connection with the associated deity or power. Uh, the mythic version of this spell is all of the above, and also select one alignment component that you have, chaotic, evil, or lawful. Outsiders with the opposite alignment subtype of the chosen alignment take a minus one penalty on attack rolls, damage rolls, and saves in the area. So, Kisha Kish was not affected because he is good aligned. He's not good aligned. He's just neutral. That's what a desecrate spell does. And it also has a permanent unhallow spell. Unhallow makes a particular site building or structure an unholy site. This has three major effects. First, the site or structure is guarded by a magic circle against good, which is a plus two deflection bonus against good creatures, uh, plus two resistance bonus first on saves versus good creatures. And you, I think you get like advantage on will saves versus like mind affecting effects or something, but that doesn't really help him. Um, second, the, oh, and that was why Thelias' spiritual ally missed him that one time because he had that plus two deflection bonus because Thelias is good aligned. Uh, otherwise that would have hit. Uh, second, the DC to resist negative channeled energy within the spell's area of effect gains a plus four sacred bonus. Basically, it's easier to resist channeled positive energy, and it's harder to resist channeled negative energy. So this spell plus desecrate, uh, all channel negative energy in the area get a plus 10 bonus to the DCs to resist them. Finally, you may choose a choose to fix a single spell effect to the unhallowed site. The spell effect lasts one year and functions throughout the entire site, regardless of its normal duration and area of effect. You may designate whether the effect applies to all creatures, creatures that share your faith or alignment, or creatures that adhere to another faith or alignment. At the end of the year, the chosen effect lapses, but it can be renewed with simply by another unhallowed spell. So basically, you can be like, this good effect affects all of my allies, or like all creatures with this alignment or faith, or this bad effect affects all you know, creatures with, to the antithesis of what I am. I'll give it to you that you know that this unhallowed spell has uh, the freedom of movement spell 
uh, tied to it uh, on all evil aligned creatures. So you got all of that. Um, the these effects uh, affect this entire chamber, and while sitting on the throne, Tarbafon can spend. Uh, one point of mythic power is a full round action to extend the effects to cover all of Gallowspire for 10 hours. What? Yeah. Wait, does that mean we can do something like that? Yeah, just go ahead and spend the mythic the power. Oh, right. On the throne. Uh, but he, it, it seems that he actually is gone. Would You would have had some way to detect that this, uh, that these two powerful spell effects would have been permeating all of Gallowspire with all the time you've been spending in here by now, so... Uh, you're sure that these effects are currently uh, restricted just to the throne room. Where did we land on the healing uh, thing? You know, the uh, and the teleporters and all that. Tarbafon told me that on his way out, he told me that he let you heal before the combat started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, we still haven't found the key to the witch gates. Oh, right. Yeah, no, you haven't. And uh, it's not under the throne. You're, like you're pretty sure. You're pretty sure you're looking for some sort of like orb, some sort of spherical device that fits into that table, and you don't see it on the throne. You don't see it uh, on Tarafan, but you can give me a perception check when you're looking around the throne. Yeah. Oh, I think I will. indeed. Any old buddy who wants to. That's a 33. It's a 30 for Uhtred. Uh I assist. 14. This is mine necessary? <laughs> Well, mine wasn't, so I don't think yours is, Tom. All right. Uh, yeah, so Uhtred and Teoblith, you both would have uh, found a hidden compartment in the like the right-hand armrest of the throne, and you uh, just kind of like click it open, and there's a uh, there's like a hidden space in there inside of which. You find a few, uh, a few little goodies. Uh, you find a ruby and gold lens worth fifteen hundred gold. Okay. You find four pieces of ivory, each worth fifty gold. You find a silver mirror worth one thousand gold, and you find a single diamond worth five thousand gold. Okay. Oh, a that whole diamond was Tarbafon's mirror. Do you think we could use it to scry on? That Maybe. Uh, you can give me knowledge arcana checks. Aren't diamonds the uh, the piece to that incarnation or uh, like resurrect dead or something? Diamond like we dust. had a bunch of powder. I thought I, I, had I don't a big know one. if that's a direct correlation. Like you just smash a big diamond, you get diamond dust. You do Sounds need right. an actual diamond for some resurrection spells. Like yeah, we should, we should hold, hold on to, to that, that closely. Yeah. <laughs> We're yeah. gonna need it because <laughs> I think when we resurrected. Uh, Yendo, we had to get like a diamond worth like 10,000 gold or something that was used in the casting. So what are our knowledge arcana checks? 22. 34. So you guys would know that, uh, yeah, these, these appear to be material components or focus components for various spells. Uh, the diamond, it's kind of hard to say what, uh, cause you know that diamonds can be used in several Many different spells, but you know that you personally could use that 5,000 gold diamond to cast Raise Dead. Ah, that's what it is. Perfect. Yep. The ruby and gold lens is a focus component for the spell Analyze Dweomer, uh, which is like super detect magic. Mm. Uh, The four pieces of ivory are focus components in the spell Legend Lore, uh, which is a spell used for... Like, you can just kind of ask the universe to give you information about some, like, legendary or powerful thing. Uh, and the more you already know about it, the easier the spell is to cast. Or, like, if if, if you're, like, like if you were at Gallowspire, you could say, Legend Lore, tell me about Gallowspire. And you would just receive a bunch of information about Gallowspire. But if you were, like, you know, back in Last Wall, casting the same spell, it wouldn't be quite as easy. It's basically a spell going, hey, GM, tell me the cool stuff that the uh, that the AP tells yep. you that you never get to actually tell the players. Yep. yep. <laughs> uh, the Silver Mirror is a focused component for scrying. Um, Who called that? Is that you? N- yeah. Well, Very Nick good. wanted to use it as, like, a personal like, as a object. possession. Yeah. 
Uh, well, I either way, he totally nailed it. My right. reasoning might have been incorrect, but I got the right answers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you had the same correlation. Um, and there's actually a fourth item in there that you guys find. It looks like just like a like a playing card, and you pick it up out of the space, and Uhtred, you see a harrow card, and it's the desert, and we'll see you next week. Oh, on the Inspired Incompetence podcast. So we yeah. were part of his plan. See ya. Yeah. See ya. See ya. See ya. See ya.